Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Off and running here on a football Friday, Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live with you downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap today. Over the next three hours, we have a Circa Survivor winner from last year in studio, Chris Piper. We'll go over his strategy for this year, how he was able to get down 30 entries, and why he's only got 10 left. Uh, uh, amazingly bad first week, I would say. Oh, yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Adam Chernoff, 90 minutes. We will concentrate on player props with him at that time. Chuck Edel, how do you like his return last week? Gangster. 4-0, bang, bang. And uh, Jeff Siegel back into the show on some horse racing as well. I'm going to make a comment, and then I'm going to run out of the studio and duck. Uh, last night's game, you could actually make a case that both teams should have covered. <laughs> yeah. Ah, watch out. Yeah. 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 I, I understand. I mean, the way the game flowed and the way it, and it turned out to actually go. And I say that because to me, and look, uh, did I make a mistake? I played the uh, Chiefs minus four in one of the contests here. So I had to put my plays in early. And I thought, okay, with that being said, I thought the right side of the game was clearly the Chargers. But the way it went and the way it finished, where every person in the world who's streaming was working last night, they're screaming, get Herbert out of the game. He's hurt. You need to see like if he has broken ribs or not. Yeah. He cannot run to go pick up two yards in the first down. And the next play after that, he throws a 30-yard laser that like seven quarterbacks in history could make. And then they score a touchdown to get the backdoor cover. I don't know what the hell happened in the final minutes there. I know. I thought it was going to fall for. Andy Reid's kicking from the one-yard line. Chiefs were horrendous all game in short yardage. Uh, Staley, as some people tweeted, we've lost Staley. Punting fourth and two. Kicking, kicked a field goal. And then when he's supposed to kick the field goal with an injured quarterback, he goes for it and he throws the touchdown pass. Correct. You're, you're right. But then again, I live and breathe. As I've said before the season, I don't trust this organization I don't care who the coach is. I've been watching this for 15 years, this excrement sandwich, and they lose games. They find new ways every year, every week, to uh, new ways to lose, invent new ways to lose. And that's that. they had no business losing that game last night. Nope. I mean, you are driving to take the lead. Everett wants out of the game. He's signaling out. And they go, it's first and goal from the two. They go, hurry up. They go, yeah. No, What's you, your hurry? Yeah, they saw it, and they said, no, we're going to go hurry up, right. stay in the game. So then the guy who wants out of the game, they throw to, right. and I guess he quits on the route, miscommunication. Well, he was done. He was out of yeah, breath. Sure. I mean, yeah, you, nothing. You, you saw that because the mouthpiece flew out, of his, flew out, and he sits there as soon as it's picked up. He's like, I'm not going after him. I'm going to pick up my right. mouthpiece instead. Yeah, and that's the guy they throw to. 
right. And then after he's like, guys, and you can see him like, get me out of the game. It's like he has asthma. They're like, no, no, we're going to go hurry up. Right. And they go to him. And and then hurry up and they throw to, and Herbert can't make the tackle either. Well, and then, yeah, well, that killed you because of, uh, yeah, sure. That killed both of us because I had Everett anytime touchdown. Right. Right. He gets out a great play to get all the way down to the four yard line. They go back to him, Herbert staring him down like he's, you know, a supermodel in a bikini, like, hey, look at that. Wow. All of a sudden he has to go there. Yeah. And then it, the 99 uh, yard touchdown God. to the house by the rookie. Yeah. He, you know, completely flips the game. Yeah. A- oh. Along with, you know, Staley's. What happened to Staley, though? What happened to this ultra aggressive guy? I'm going to, I look, I'm going to come in here. I'm a fresh face. I've never had a head coaching gig before. Uh, the math tells me to go for it on fourth and short all the time. When it does, I'm going to go for it. He did that all the time last year. One quickly. It, yeah. He, he went for it on his own 20 last year in a game against the Ravens. That's right. And now he's he's got fourth and short, and he's punting from midfield. Yes, yes, and, he, and he's yeah. So he's good. now he's doing anti math, right? And I, I follow the proper Twitter accounts, right? That they are on the stuff right away with the punting, the go for it, the percentages. Every single time last night, it's like now he made another mistake. Yeah, the percentages say go for it there, and there was one in fact because I have I have them right in front of me right now. There was a fourth and two at the KC forty-seven. Right, they they couldn't pick up anything on third and two when of course they were going shotgun. Herbert took the sack for one yard to create a fourth and two at the 48. No, they punted there as well. And it was somebody from ESPN who tweeted out, that is going to rival one of the worst punts of the entire year. One of the worst decisions to actually go out there and punt. Yeah, and I I forgot he also did the same thing in the pivotal Week 18 game against the Raiders. I think he went for it inside his own 30, and it didn't work out. I mean, he had no problem on the sneak on fourth and one. That got there, no problem. Right. Go and hurry up there. That actually worked. But right. And then then he kicks the field goal, fourth and two. I don't know what Andy Reid's doing. You know, hold my beer. Andy Reid kicking from the one. But everything works out for Reid and the Chiefs. Well, how come they're... I mean, you, just, you just can't lose that game if you're the Chargers. No, you can't. How, how come the Chiefs are so bad or were so bad last night in short yardage? I don't know. I mean, when they ran that underneath, like, shuffle pass to Travis Kelsey, they were going 1,000 miles an hour and it had no chance to work. Well, I'm glad you they brought that up. They were discombobulated. Like, what? Well, how many times are you going to run that play? You yeah. ran it to death against Arizona. I watched your game film. Yeah. I mean, I know what you do we, from we know, week to it, it, week. We know what's in the arsenal yeah. here. The cat's out of the bag with that play. But yeah, between shotgun and not being creative and bizarre play calling, yes, can absolutely. They, but is, that, yeah. Yeah. is it possible that Mahomes can go on a quarterback sneak? Yeah, that too. Like, is that, do they have that as an option? Or is yeah. that in his contract where it's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, I can't I can't go under center and quarterback sneak at a fourth and one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Always like the, with the shotgun. It's like the first touchdown pass, right? It's like Tech Mobile. Am I going to run? Am I going to push it back? Oh, he might run. No, I'm going to run back. Okay, wide open touchdown. Yep. Piece of cake. How about that yep. second touchdown? Yep. I mean. Oh, come on. Just, b- b- both of his quarterbacks are so good. He runs up. Yeah, you're right. He just flicks it like this. Flicked it. And it just like, bam, where do you want it? Yep. For a, a, a long touchdown like yeah. that. I like the enemy too, but can you mix in a little Alaire? I mean, I know you got, got stepped on early, but eight carries? You, yeah, he looked good last night. Well, give him the ball. I mean, I, I, I thought he looked really good last night. Yeah, yeah, bizarre game, bizarre game, shenanigans, backdoor cover. Had nobody supposed to kick the field goal, put it on seven. My God, everything. Dreaded. You know the way that that was also when. So it is. It's twenty four seventeen. Chiefs ball, and it's on first down. And I'm thinking to myself, uh oh, if they don't get it here, and they're probably not going to be so aggressive to score a touchdown, like they're going to be comfortable playing for a field goal. That prop that we bet yesterday was uh, under three and a half field goals for various yep. reasons. It's right. like, okay, wait, they're going to kick a field goal here, and that's going to be 27-17. And what's going to happen, the Chargers have the ball here with only a couple of minutes left. They're going to go down, and Staley's going to do the correct thing and kick the field goal. And if they make it, that's going to go over the prop, and they'll have an onside kick with plenty of time left and use timeouts if they don't get it. Yeah, And he didn't. He, had, he was stubborn and went for the touchdown. Right. Uh, so we did this before the season started. DraftKings had it. Teams to start 5-0. and I mean, if they won that game, they're really in business. Yeah. I mean, they still can can do because look what's coming up now for the Chargers: Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, Denver, and Seattle at home, and they go to Atlanta. Very good chance they cash that prop. And then they still, but this is they'll blow one of those games. I mean, they'll, they'll be favored. But you know, we saw what happened last time they went to Houston. They they could be six and one. They could be seven and one. But knowing this organization, they'll they'll probably give away a game or two. And then I mean, legitimately though. How concerned are you with Staley with this 180? You have to be. Well, I'm way more concerned today than at any time before. It wasn't just one call. It was like four bizarre no, calls. No, it was over and over and over again. And don't forget, he did it last week against the Raiders as well. I think the the media who crushed him last year, I think they got to him. Oh. I th- and I think he heard all of it, and I think he said, I can't do it again. Uh-huh. And yeah. I don't know if there's any pressure from up top either. Like, look, we get it going forward on fourth down, but you were too aggressive a season ago. 
That, that's that's me right. speculating and me All guessing. Right. And why what what was this? Why was Herbert in the game? When everyone's get him out, get him out. He's hurt, and then avoid. Yeah, I know, I know. But then he comes out, and he makes those passes to score a touchdown. Yeah. Oh my God. So here yeah. is uh, Brandon Staley uh, after the game talking about his warrior that he has at quarterback. It was a tough game, and you're not going to see a quarterback in any level of football play tougher and do more for their team and will their team um, to give them a chance than him. There's nobody that can do what he can do. Nobody. Um, he showed a lot of guts. He showed us what he shows every day, um, that we're never out of the fight. And he brought us back and gave us a chance. Honestly, it almost sounded like he was going to break down there and cry. Yeah. And I, I know that they were saying all the right things last night. Well, he had to go get x-rays immediately after the game, as one would expect. Yeah. But they're saying he's going to be okay. Uh, is he? That game had everything. How about the James WWE body slam? Rampage Jackson body slam. So that's legal? What he was doing, I know. Pick you up, I'll drive you, too. Uh, how'd, how'd it go? Uh, 11 years, $13 billion. Buffering issues. Uh, if you paused it, you know, uh, I, go, I, going back, you yep. forget about it. If you paused it and wanted to rewind. So I did that once. I wanted to go watch that sequence again where Mahomes basically threw the two INTs that were not INTs. And when I came back and tried to get to real time, it automatically put me over on something called Dudes versus Pro. Dude Perfect, evidently yeah. big with the kids. What is it? Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. Okay. I, I couldn't I couldn't get it off for like three minutes. I'm like, I, I what the hell Bro. happened? And I had to exit people the was, app. Sorry, people were saying when you would rewind it, go all the way to the to the pregame. Oh, to the very beginning. Yeah. Ooh, man. That was happening. I right. would say for the most part, though, I, I the streaming was pretty good on my end. Uh-huh. Now it was weird because I tried it on two different t- TVs at the same time. And on the main TV where I was watching, the regular feed, I turned on another one. The second time I put it on, it was probably 20 seconds ahead of the regular feed. What did you think? Our buddy Fitz said it was about 22 seconds I counted ahead. About, I counted about 16 play? seconds okay, on the yeah. feed that I was on. Play? Right. All, all these feeds could be different, That's by the true. way. That's true. Good point yeah, by you on yes, X last night. Yes, it is. You don't I, know what. That, yes. I might have 12 seconds. You might have 25. I don't know. Right. The inplay shenanigans. Uh, I paused it, and then I wanted uh, – that didn't work out either. I just had to go back to where the actual live game. Uh, where it was. And well, then I guess uh, they worked something out with 300,000 bars to get in that Amazon. Under, and direct, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I will tell you this, thanks to one of our viewers for tweeting me last night. I did not know, I did not get in there until the fourth quarter, but next week, pay attention to the Prime Snatch channel. I will not turn it off the channel. It's still Herb Street and Michael's on the call. They give you the overview, so it's all 22. How do so I you, get on? You see, that it's one of the apps. They have it on a separate Wait, app. You're kidding. Oh, no, it pops right up. I didn't, I didn't see it right What's away. What's it called? Primetime Stats? Pri- Prime Stats. Prime Stats. Amazon Prime Stats. And they have, it's all next gen. And it runs down the stats as they're happening in real okay. time. Oh, okay. it's brilliant. That, that is going to be my main feed on every single Amazon Prime game. Okay. I love the option. Huh? I told you, too. I told you. DraftKings, the sponsor, just every guy picking a prop, putting together their same game parlay. That's it. The thing was 30 seconds. Mm. That, yeah. Is there more time? There you go. Probably deserve more time yeah, there. I would also yeah. think for the sponsor, too, yeah. for what draft games. Just, yeah. uh, kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special lace-up uh, for every week with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance, which they offer every single Sunday. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to 25 bucks. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in Sunday Night Football. And get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Win-lose coming up next. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Start your football season on the right foot. Subscribe to VSIN Pro. Full access to everything we do. Daily picks at a glance. We recap the top plays made by every VSIN host and guest. 24 7 video season prep. The weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools and pro tips updated every hour. Top your betting game. Get the discounted rate for $175 through the Super Bowl or save 50% off the monthly price with the annual subscription. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, here we go. This is going to be a lot of fun this hour as uh, one of the five people to split Circa Survivor a year ago and walk away with uh, a ton of cash joins us in studio right now. Chris Piper, kind enough to be up early in the morning with us. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Very good. Getting ready to play golf at six. Oh, wow. Okay. So before we get into (laughs) how you attacked it this year uh, and how many entries you had, where you're sitting right now going into week two, what did you eventually do with uh, the money? Would you walk away with, by the way, if you don't mind sharing, if that's okay? And then what did you do with it? Okay. I I basically, I hedged last year for 250,000. So I lost that. I, uh, it was 1.2 million. They took home IRS uh, 288,000. I was left uh, with... uh, six hundred, something like six hundred something on thousand dollars. Okay. So I, I used it uh, to buy a property in Bannon, Oregon, right behind Bannon Dunes Golf Resort, and I'm less than a mile from the Pacific Ocean. So it's uh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I left sixty five degrees to come over here, but it's nice now. But I was expecting about one hundred and ten degrees when I came. Yeah, right. To Vegas because okay. I've lived here for thirty three years. I've heard great things up there about the golf. I've been to Oregon a couple of times, but never that part of it. And you're a big golfer, so is that the main reason why you wanted to do it? Uh, it was a main reason my son, uh, had played up there. I had never played up there. I went to Eastern Oregon state, uh, for, on a baseball scholarship. And that's on the other side of, uh, uh, that's in La Grande, Oregon. That's on the other side, Eastern part of Oregon. I had never been on the West side, never taken a coastal trip. So I did that in March and I fell in love with it because I went all the way up the coastline of Oregon through Washington. We'd lived at Port Townsend for 12 years. And I came on down, and I, I put an offer in for the property, and they took it. Did you set aside any of the money and say, I'm going to blow this or just have fun and, uh, and how, you, how you celebrate it? Did you get like a cabana? Did you take everyone out to dinner? Did you? I, I, I had, I'll just, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, uh, but I had uh, four days last week of a cabana, 
In uh, fact, I'm doing Saturday and Sunday with the cabana, and you guys are invited also. Okay, excellent. We're going to party. There you go. <laughs> We're going to party. There you go. I cannot believe you only had one entry, yes. and you did this. It was it was very difficult. I had like four games that could have went either way. Do you remember them? Oh, yes. I, first one was Minnesota against Detroit, where Detroit took the lead against Minnesota. I had I had cousins basically uh, uh, drive them downfield. They had, I think they kicked a 55-yard field goal. Oh, my yeah, God. Okay. And that was one of them. Okay. Uh, the second one was Baltimore was ahead. Or, I mean, Baltimore was down, I'm sorry, uh, by 14. Uh, they had taken, Minnesota had taken the second half kickoff back oh. for a touchdown to go up by 14. They came back, tied the game. I think the game went to overtime, and Tucker kicked a field goal for that one. Okay. And then Mr. Mayfield, of course, that was the best one because that would have killed six of us. Uh, there would have been one winner in, in, in the whole entire thing. Because, Christmas. Yeah, because the other guy, I believe, had Tennessee. And oh. so uh, Mayfield had four interceptions. And had they ran the ball and ran the ball and ran the ball, game over. But they yep. didn't do that. Yep. So um, that was uh, that was a, and there was another game that um, I can't remember exactly. Uh, well, it was a cow. It was a Thanksgiving game. I was going to take the Cowboys against the Raiders, and I would have been out. Yeah. And, and I said to myself, No, don't do that. Take let let. I I, I don't like Dallas to begin with. Right. And, and and I'm not really a Raider fan, but I do live in Vegas. But because I'm a Niner fan. Yep. But uh, I went ahead and took the Bears, and I had to have a oh, man. second field goal. There you go, ball. another game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I was, okay, so now you have plenty of ammo. Right. Explain the decision to have 30 entries now. Well, I decided that because I told my son, I said, I'm on their, you know, basically their, their dime. I mean, you know, I made this amount of money. I'm going to invest it in in my, my children's retirement, in a sense, because I'm doing the same thing. I'm going, okay, I got six entries. For, for each child, and I'm going to, that's 24, and basically <laughs> myself, so I'm going to have 30. But it kind of backfired from last week because uh -huh. I went 10, 10 and 20. I uh -huh. lost, I lost. I was 20 and 0. I, I think I got a little cocky, basically, because they said, you know, I'm 20 and 0. I got to pick three games here. I had four. I had Kansas City as, a, as an alternate, but I threw in um, the Bengals. So, you know, I still got 10 entries. I had one last year, so I got, actually, I have nine entries more than I had last year. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you were responsible for that one last year. You had no partners last year. No, you. no, no. Okay. But but I did have my son in my ear all the, all the you time. You did? Okay. Yeah. And then what about this year then? I know you had your people, kids sign up and everybody else. Right. I'm in charge. You're in charge of all of them. Right. You'll basically get the final say. I, I'm in charge of the whole entire thing. Plus, I have three entries in the picking five games a week or whatever. I, I stink. I really stink in picking. I, I like maybe like two games a week or maybe one game. Five games is impossible for me to pick. It's tough. Yeah. For a full especially season after long, first week. Right, especially when you have bye weeks, all the injury news, that kind of yeah. thing. Okay, so then you, you 10 and 20, and you went with three teams overall last week? Yes. Bengals got you for 10 of them. Right. Five turnovers, uh, pretty much two extra points because it was a 29-yard field goal. And then last week I had Tennessee – uh, with a missed 47-yard field goal, so I could have been—I easily could have been 30 and 0, and or had 30 tickets live. But you know, that's that's the NFL. Yeah. So, what are you pondering this week, if you don't mind sharing? Are you going to go all 10 on one? Oh, I know you're—I know you love the Packers. So, uh, I'm—I mean, as Mister Rogers goes, I own you, like he did last year. I'm thinking about that game specifically because of what he—he he just owns that team. So it doesn't matter who's playing. So I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at a couple other games, but it's like I'll make my decision. I've got till tomorrow, so we'll see. I've got. I, you might shove. You might shove all ten. I could. Oh boy, I oh, could. God. But uh, are you thinking at all about? See, I I, I wouldn't use them anyways because it's a road game. I'm not even thinking about Christmas. No, I'm that's not, it's week seventeen. I mean, right. I don't even think the contest goes that long. What do you think? We're down to twenty five hundred already. Well. I had a theory of playing the. I, I talked to Derek about this uh, last week because um, I've been here almost two weeks, mm -hmm. and my theory was to go one game for the first ten, then week eleven you go two, and then Thanksgiving you have to play every you have to play all three games, which would eliminate everybody probably. Yeah, but he I I thought he always wanted one winner. I said. 
if you want one winner, this is how you do it. Because then, then week 13 would be two games you have to pick, 14, two games, then you get the, then all, all the other games, mm-hmm. and then you get to Christmas, and you have to play three of those games if you're even alive. You know, it makes yeah. it more difficult. Last week, I think it was more than half the people got knocked out. Oh, because, they did, yeah. yeah. Because so many upsets. And, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was well, it's a typical NFL week because it was. Mean, expect the unexpected. Okay, so, I mean, but if, if you're not going to worry about saving the Packers for Christmas, I can understand that because it's Christmas a month later than Thanksgiving. But you need to probably plan ahead to save the Bills here specifically, right, at Circa, because Thanksgiving is his own week. Sure. So you're not going to consider the Bills like this week. Uh, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Because that other, the other two Thanksgiving games are not exactly easy. No, they're not. Not that anything's a lock, mm-hmm. but you know what nothing's I'm saying? Nothing's a lock. In no, the nothing, NFL. of course. Yeah. I mean, anybody could beat anybody. Look at the Jacksonville. Last, this is going to be an interesting game this week. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville was was the big dog last year against the Colts. All the Colts had to do was win the game, and they're in the playoffs. I think it was like 15, 16, if I remember right. Something I think like you're that. right, yeah. And they lost outright. And I'm going like, now they're four? That's going to be one of my games picking in the uh, other contest against the spread. Just just the theory of, you know, even though, it's, you know, you've got different quarterback uh, with, uh, with the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts. But I just think that, you know, you go from a 16-point favorite on the road last year, and now you're a four-point favorite. A four-point favorite. So I'm going. I'm, that's my one play, at least for Indianapolis this week in the other contest. Have you looked ahead? Week three's going to no. be tough. I've got oh, my book. I, I've got my docs book. That's what yeah. I used last okay. year. Crossing things off, going and basically looking ahead to certain weeks or whatever. But uh, no, I haven't. Uh, oh, haven't so done all the homework yet. So you don't. You don't map it up. I've been partying. I, I've been having a good time. I've been. <laughs> Basically, I, I, I've had a cabana for four four days, there you go. and this weekend I'm having a cabana of Saturday and Sunday with the fight and all that. I'm going to have a lot of people out there, so it's like I, always, I tell yeah. people, I, I come thirsty and eat whatever you want. That's, so yeah. let's party. Hey, hey, did you map it out last year, or did you go week by week? No, I really didn't go. I, I really went re- week to week. You did? Yes. It was basically, and, wow. I, and I crossed off. I crossed every team that I had because the Niners were the first week, was the first week last year. If you remember right, Detroit had a chance to win that game. Yeah. And it was like, um, and see, I'm a big Niner fan. I was going like, how, how could you lose that game? But they, they were like inside the 20-yard line and had a chance to score, but they didn't, they didn't score. So I moved to week two. Like I tell people, just move on, baby. Just like Al Davis, just move on and, and, and have a good time. If you lose, you lose. I yeah. mean, you know, and uh, what else you got to do? I mean, it's like you put your, it's like I put my $30,000 down this year. I mean, I'm ahead of the game already. I'm having a good time. That's what life's about. Have a good time. Good Have job, fun. Champ. Good job. Yep. Was that you yesterday when they had the signs at the Cabana? Welcome back, champ. No, that wasn't. That was it. Oh, so I, was, okay. I was down at the stadium swim to watch a little bit of baseball, okay. but I, I was not in the Cabana yesterday. Yeah. You're getting your mail at the Cabana's here. That's right. <laughs> Hang out. Great to meet you. Thanks for coming in studio today. Sure, no problem. Good luck with the remaining 10 entries. Good Thank job. you. There you go. Chris Piper, uh, he split. He was one of five people to split Circus Survivor uh, a year ago and a little bit of his game plan for this year. Up next, more of the games on the Sunday slate. They did not play well in week one, but they have been awesome after a loss. Amazing numbers coming up next. Plus, one team has won six of seven outright as road underdogs. We'll tell you who next here on Follow the Money. is Follow the Money on VSIN. Do football the right way. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's your go-to book for every line, every boost, and every special. Great house specials. And you have the parlay insurance and touchdown insurance that they offer every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25 Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. Every Tuesday and Friday, it's Adam Chernoff, Covers.com, and the Simple Handicap Podcast. And more emphasis on props on Friday. He joins us now. Good to see you, friend. How about a total that you've added here? What are your thoughts on the Houston-Denver game? 
All right. This is a fun one because there's been a battle back and forth between professionals. And there's two of us specifically that are kind of playing in the middle here. So 43 and a half was the opener. And there was a group that hammered this over almost immediately. And so it went up from 43 and a half to 45. And then another group came in and bet the over as well that pushed it to 47 and a half. There was disagreement there that brought it back down. And there was another pro. And I was looking at it with him for like three days. We're like, we got to bet the over. We got to bet the over, right? We're going back and forth. Yesterday, we settled on it. We're like, okay, we're going over. Feel really, really good about it. And there's a couple things that work to this total. First and foremost, the Houston Texans defense is horrible. Gave up more than 500 yards to the Indianapolis Colts. I know the scoreboard didn't reflect it, but this is an absolutely atrocious defense. Matched up against the Denver Broncos, it's kind of the opposite situation on the offense where the Broncos performed really well on offense, but it didn't show on the scoreboard. So you kind of have the conflicting box scores between the Houston D and the Denver offense on what they did on Monday Night Football. I'm going to give Denver a little bit of a pass. Now, I'll hold Nathaniel Hackett to sort of responsible for it, but it was a team that started a first-time head coach, offensive coordinator, and QB. Only team in the league to do that. But they still had no problems moving the football. So I think that really bodes well for the over. Second thing here is that Houston was on the field for 90 snaps. Remember, they played that entire extra overtime period. It was the longest that any team was on the field. Now they have to go to Denver, and that defense that was on the field for 90 snaps against Indy has to play in that Denver altitude early in the season. That is something that really impacts defenses. That's almost always priced in, but in this case, I don't know if we're fully pricing in the extent to which the Texans were on the field. And the last thing I'll add here, Houston, despite leading for nearly 40 minutes in that game against Indy, fourth fastest pace of any team in week one. That's a drastic change under new OC Pep Hamilton. If this team is trailing and they keep that same pace, that's exactly what you want from a double-digit dog at a total. Love a lot of things lining up here on the total. Reasons why there's a couple different groups going on the over, but I really like it as well. So over 45 and a half and 46, anything better than 47 is a bet on this total. All right, very good breakdown as always. So it was a slow start in the first half from Mayfield and the Panthers. I thought he played well in the second half. Now they take on the Giants on the road. What do you want to do with the team total and maybe a prop on a player? So let's go Panthers team total over. And you mentioned it was a slow start, but it was a tricky matchup because obviously the Cleveland Browns know everything about Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Played there forever. The defense knew it. And Joe Woods before the game said, we're in a really good spot here because Mayfield had to go through that quarterback competition. There was a lot on tape in preseason for Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. So the Browns came into that really prepared, but they do one thing well, and that's generate pressure off of the edge. The Panthers were starting a rookie offensive lineman. Baker Mayfield is as susceptible to pressure as any QB in the league. So it was kind of the perfect matchup for the Browns defense. With all that said, Carolina still scored 24 points in that game. This week, they get a much easier defense in the New York Giants, who have both of their edge rushers on the injury report. But either way, it's a much easier matchup for this Panthers offensive line. Total comes down to 20 and a half below the key of 21. And I think it's a spot where this offense is going to look a lot more comfortable, be able to move the football a lot more effectively. And you don't have that sort of drastic, difficult matchup that they had to face last week where there was so much familiarity. So I look at last week, they were still able to move the ball despite that. This week, much easier. Really like this team total over. Okay, so you like that over. That's tied into then, I'm guessing, you think it's going to be a big day and a big, bigger game for Christian McCaffrey? I'm looking at the box score, and I watched the game last week, and I get it, Adam. They were trailing and down like 20-7, to 7 and they had to you know, utilize the passing attack, but he only ran the ball 10 times last week in the loss to the Browns, only touched it 14 times. Are you, are you expecting here a much bigger game from McCaffrey? This is a fun week for news props. Week two always is, and if you dig deep enough, you can find – a lot of different things on a weekly basis about running backs and receivers and how they're included in the game plan. 
there are some pretty easy ones sitting out there that I feel really comfortable betting into. That's exactly one of them. Christian McCaffrey rushing yards over 59 and a half. Ben McAdoo is one of my least favorite people in the entire NFL. But if there's one thing he's good at, it's at really talking about the game plans that he's willing to share. He just, he lets everything out. And Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week, he's had media availability. In each one of his interviews, he said that not having Christian McCaffrey get more touches running the football was an error on his part, and that is going to change this week against New York. So McCaffrey's rushing total closed 65 and a half a week ago. It is down into the 50s this week. I think that's an overreaction to what we saw against a very good Cleveland defense. This week's much different, like McCaffrey rushing yards over. Okay, and 59 and a half is uh, definitely available. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, covers.com, and also the podcast is a simple handicap as well. Lamar Jackson only ran the ball six times last week for 17 yards. What's the angle this week as they take on the Dolphins? Well, he faces a defense that can play really well against him. Last season, we saw them shut him down because they have so much speed in the secondary. Mm-hmm. They're willing to play with extra defensive backs on the field. But I think, furthermore, there's there's maybe something going on with Lamar mm. overall. He had weird media all week. He's walking around with milkshakes and talking to reporters, and he's going back and forth about his contract. Wasn't willing to run against the Jets, which I found very strange. But this is also an offensive line now that has issues at left tackle. The running backs are still not 100%. So this Ravens offense just isn't where it needs to be at the moment. And I think there's a little something to it where Lamar didn't use his legs more in week one. So I'm happy to go under his rushing total. Uh, that's right at 50 and a half. But I will also say if you can find the combo rush and passing yards total, uh, that's at around 286. That's a good one to look at it under two. But rushing yards under for Lamar for a second week in a row. Okay. Anything else? Uh, one I really like this week. Everything Aaron Jones over. Okay. I'll specifically oh. key in on the rushing yards over 52 right. and a half Sunday night football. Again, I talked about the news this week and how there's a lot of things coming out. There's three different sources here. So Matt LaFleur immediately after the game last week, the loss to Minnesota, he was sort of quizzed about what was happening. And he said that it was unacceptable that Aaron Jones only got eight touches and that would not happen again going forward. Offensive coordinator said they had full intentions to getting Aaron Jones more involved in the running game, but because plays didn't go right early, the big touchdown was dropped, the Packers fell behind. He said, we didn't get to run him nearly as much as we wanted. And then Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show for his usual Tuesday appearance, talked about the game for about 12 minutes. Two different occasions within that interview, he mentioned that we need to get the ball more to 33 and trust our running backs because they're the best players on the field. And so all of these things together, plus the fact that the Packers are a 10-point favorite, there might be some weather in this game as the total continues to drop. I think the Packers are going to be running a lot more against the Bears defense that looked much better than it is because of the rainy conditions that were so extreme it completely shut down anything both of those offenses can do. And you get everybody saying, we need to use Aaron Jones more. And so to me, it's a spot where you have all these different sources of guys within the team that obviously have a lot of influence on play calling, saying that they want to run him more. It's a better matchup. The Packers will be leading, which encourages more runs. To me, Sunday night football, this is the best prop on the board. I think it's the best prop of the week. Happy to take Aaron Jones on his rushing yards over at 52 and a half. Beautiful analysis, as always. And again, you're going to be doing halftime stuff, what, for the primetime games coming up Sunday night and Monday night at Covers.com? Every standalone game, primetime game, all season long, halftime on Covers YouTube. Yep, that's right. Very cool. Thanks, Adam. Good luck this weekend. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy the games. Yep, you too. too. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. Okay, so noted on the Aaron Jones stuff, for sure. Good quotes. I'm looking for props to uh, lead the league in rushing this week. I don't see him yet available. Oh, yes. That's very good. Yeah, I want to see what McCaffrey is. Um, If I have that's up yet. Very good at detecting those comments made by coaches and exactly what the game plan is. uh, Well, should be anyway in week two. Up next, comments, uh, comments that will turn out to be either outrageous, ingenious, maybe a little bit of both. Are we on something or onto something here on Follow the Money? Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. You can check out the website, betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Coming up uh, at the top of the hour. We will discuss Survivor a little bit more, some teaser talk as well. Here we go with uh, On Something or On to Something. I will throw one college football item at you right now, Paulie. Mm-hmm. It's been NFL heavy today, deservedly so. Iowa's defense will outscore their offense in another game this season as early as tomorrow, possibly against Nevada. <laughs> Am I on something or on to something? It's already happened once this year. Yeah, you're on to something. You think so? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, look how conservative they are, too. Oh. This That's the other thing. Absolutely, that could happen. And you're right. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen tomorrow. The they have a, a couple. Yes. Imagine that. They win like 21-6. There's a pick six. They return a punt. Sure. You can do that. Go and they, about and, that route. And they have one rushing touchdown for like that, nine yards. That's it. Yeah. 14 points on the season. Look at their numbers. They're at the very bottom of the list, like points scored, all, overall offense, like in the entire country. You're yeah. a Big Ten school. It's a joke. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. What's he going to do? Fire his son? I mean, that, that's. that's I mean, <laughs> what's the play? I know. Right. 
And, me, and yeah. by the way, Nevada lost to Incarnate Word, and they gave up 55 points. Point. Yep. Imagine if I was off and, and win- does nothing. And the wins, they were, I think, plus five in a turnover battle. Yeah. And the, the two games, too, right? Uh, okay, staying with that. I thought this was interesting. He said it with us uh, last time he was on this week. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, about how long is the grace period if you're the greatest of all time and you have six Super Bowls? Tying it into, I'm going to hire uh, my son. Florio brought it up, but if the Patriots win five or six games, Belichick is going to be out. Am I on something or onto something? Do you mean he's like Kraft is going to drop the? Don't, yeah, he's going to fire or, him, or or they just you know I'm, they mutually I'm, agree. Some, like, yeah, I could see that happening. Because, I, based on how bad the offense has looked, the stubborn being stubborn with Patricia, everyone knew it wasn't going to work. They look bad. They, remember. Florio's right. He did make the comment about, oh, we don't have a playoff win in three years. No, he did say that. Yes. So you got to think about where Kraft is at mentally now with the organization. Um, I just, I mean, would that be the most egregious move ever by an owner if Bill Belichick got fired after a couple of years of not having Tom Brady and they were a playoff team last year? Right. I could see Belichick saying, oh, look, I'm in my 70s now. Either one. I had an right. unbelievable I, that's run. Fair. I know, either one. And just I'll say, do yeah, either one, yeah, where he's like, yeah. I, I, that's it for me. Like, like, how how long are the Bills going to be really good? Yes. Probably for a long time. Yes. What if Tua figures it out? Exactly right. McDaniels appears to be a good coach. And look at the quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, specifically in in the AFC. So now you've got to match, I mean, Josh Allen. You've got to match Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. It's just like one right after another. Yep. You own this conference for 20 years. Sail off into the sunset. Yeah. Totally fine. Dustin, this one's for you. So we have Dunkin' Donuts every morning. And wink, wink, hello, DraftKings. It should be the Dunkin' Donuts uh, studio. But Krispy Kreme is average at best. And if you were in a grocery store and you, you would say, what kind of a donut is this? The hype is unwarranted. It's not a good donut. It's Krispy Kreme is very, very overrated. Am I on something or onto something? I'm probably the wrong guy to talk to about this. You want to know why? I haven't had a Krispy Kreme in probably 20 years. I have. It's because... It's, there's nothing to it. It's because I don't get it. exactly what you said. I moved out here. I heard all the hype. They're all over the place. I went to go get them. The like, first time it opened, the lines out there. Oh, like, it's un- unbelievable. Like, I have to have a dozen yeah. of these, right? I get back, yeah. brought them to work, took one bite, and I'm like, wait a second. I hope this one's better than that one. Took another bite. I'm like, are you, what? Hello. what are you talking about? There you go. I don't get it. There's nothing to and it. And it's never changed? It's the same no. product? It's, yeah. an, it's an average donut. And all you're going to hear about in specific cities, like out here, oh, you got to have it. It's amazing. Got to go find it. Compare it to Dunkin' Donuts or Pink Box or whatever. Oh, oh there's so many other spots that yeah. are better. We feel bad for you. Stole Massachusetts again. But uh, come yeah. on. You yeah. compare it to those other donuts. Yeah, D- Dunkin's a good spot, man. Great spot. Dunkin's a very good spot. Um, Kenny Pickett will turn into the reason why the Steelers make the playoffs. Am I on something or on to something? No, you need to be drug tested. That I thought there was a report that, that they were going to go with Trubisky the whole season now. What the hell's going on here? Well, did you watch what, them what? play offense on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, right. That, they no, probably should have no. lost that game by three touchdowns. No, they're not making the playoffs. Uh, I know. They're just that, That's ridiculous. Now, the more you think about it, I feel Chris Piper's pain. I didn't have him in Survivor. But you're plus five in the turnover battle, and you should have lost? Yeah. That's alarming. What if they win this but game they, and they go 2-0? Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. And, and Trubisky does nothing, right? I, like, I, at some well, they point, have a good defense. I know Tomlin's a phenomenal Oh, for sure. Coach. They have, like, we played that cut from yeah. Trubisky earlier, the, well, we can't be so conservative. Well, again, if, we, if they can't open it up at all with you, like, they have the guys well, no. in place to score a lot of well, points on offense. Yeah, but I got news for you. If they win this game, they're not making a quarterback change. No, I know. But they're not w- going to do that. W- no, what what no, if they no. win it again in, like, the same fashion? No. Do nothing on offense. You know, I, right. I, I'm not. You know, I like Mike North. I'm not. I'm not big on that Trubisky bandwagon, but I think he'll be the starter for much of the season. Can't get there. Okay. okay. Am I on something or onto something? An NFL coach will be fired by Halloween. Oh man, that's coming up. That you you might be onto something there. You might be. Think about how many coaches could be on the hot seat already after this week. It's a huge game for Rule Sunday. I think it's gigantic huge. for Matt Rule. He's ten and twenty four at Carolina. Yep. You got an owner who wants to win with a ton of money. And you brought in some, you made the trade for Mayfield. How, how McCaffrey, you can rip the, all the coaching staff. What happened with McCaffrey? 
Yeah, you you thought two and zero was in play here? Absolutely. You lose to the Browns at home and a pick them, and you're you're small dog to the Giants. That, that's a tough start because you know you got Tampa, New Orleans coming up still. Well, if it goes sideways, let's say they are somehow what one in seven, yep, two and six, that would be in play. Let me throw another guy who could be in play by Halloween. How about Kingsbury? Absolutely. I mean, blowing oh, out absolutely woodshed game in week one. That that could happen. Now we're playing the what if scenario here, but if they get blown out by the Raiders this week. Then where where is like the game that they're going to win? They play the Rams at home. They're at Carolina. That could be a loser leaves town match. Yes, it could be. They get Thank the your e- stuff. Yeah, Eagles at home at oh. Seattle, New Orleans, and then at Minnesota. Oh. That's all before Halloween. Yeah, that escalated quickly. I mean, there's a yeah, scenario where they have two wins by Halloween. Yeah. It's like, nah, pal, we've well, seen enough. Bye bye. Well, yeah, it, you also have to factor in the disaster and epic collapse. They've what? They've lost now seven of eight games or yeah. six of seven. Yep, I, I think you might be on. They were there. they were not ready to play in the playoff game. Oh, no, they not were, at all. The, the game nope. plan, not ready to go. Nope, blown out. And then the the Carson Wentz granny uh, INT. I got one for you. Theaters across the country should offer NFL primetime games for free. Am I on something or onto something? Specifically, the Thursday night games now that they're on Amazon Prime. Not charge five bucks. Sure, I like. Yeah, the center. We used to, uh, a local joint used to do that. It was great. They would they would have the movie theater open to watch Monday Night Football. Yeah, I watched uh, the Oklahoma Florida national title game in 3D one time. It was they, awesome. Would they charge? No, it's free. It was it, free. CES was in town, Consumer Electronics, so it was like it was open. So like, yeah, come and watch the game. And it was an unbelievable experience. They make the money on the refreshments. Exactly right. You can have it for free. And then, by the way, here's the popcorn for $13. You want a hot dog? That's going to be, make we're going to stick you for 11 But people will buy the refreshments and, and all that. On to something. Okay. Yep, it's great. And one more. And I, I really, I, I've thought about this before. I, I tweeted it out years ago a couple times. And I've had a conversation, small conversation with like friends in the past. And just like based on last night's game as an example, with all the punts, fourth and two, whatever, there should be a limit to how many times a team can punt during a game. Am I on something or on to something? <laughs> you know how incredible that would be yeah. in tra- change of strategy? Wait a second. It's fourth and 11 at your 40? Well, I only have one punt left. I got to go for it here. You get four punts every game. That's it. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Oh, it's, come on. Uh, that would be great. Well, I, yeah. I got to think do me about a favor. that one. That's do, not bad. Do me a favor. When you get home today, wake up and think about that. Yearn. Sit there and yearn for a little bit about that idea. I wouldn't mind it in college. Yeah, because in the, I'll use the Iowa game again against, yes. what was it, uh, the, yeah. one of the Dakota schools. Hey, here's their, they've combined for 22 punts already today. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to cut that down. Okay. I would love it because there's no, Staley would not have punted last night. Yeah. I can't believe, what, what happened to this guy? Like, I don't that know. Didn't, that didn't take long at all. After a couple, it took, I thought all off season he goes. That's what we're going to do. It's who we are. I, I'm a man of my principles. He kept yeah. saying that Thursday, the Thursday night game, the last time when they lost on the Kelsey walk off. That's right. Now he's like a girl, fourth scared guy, fourth and two. Yeah. Ah, now I got to run away. I'm, I, I'm I thought afraid. both coaches were scared last night. Said that earlier. Yes. In the first half, Andy like, Reid from it, the one. Andy Reid's matching on. him. I got to hear from everyone too. I, donuts because we're talking. Everyone waking up. I'm a Duncan. Give me the best donuts. And your thoughts on Krispy Kreme. Okay. FTM at vcin.com and also tweet at us as well. I mean, Dustin is really fired up about the Krispy Kreme. No, he is. And also... Really, it bothers him. And I, I, want, I want tweets as well on the punt thing. Imagine that. Think yeah. about the strategy overall for coaches if they were limited to how many punts they could have in, in every single week. That would be outstanding. Yeah. More NFL up next. Um, survivor strategy for this week and teaser talk. We'll do tease up, tease down, or pass as we run down the schedule here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. It's game time, baby! And you're just lying there? Watching on the couch? Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Beth River Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in game bets. Live player prime bets. Live player prime bets. Live player prime bets. Live- this is Follow the Money on VSIN. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's your go to book for every line, every boost, and every special. Great house specials. And they always have the parlay insurance and touchdown insurance every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back. 
is a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. Here we go. Chuck Edel, pro sports better, 4-0 last week on this show, 5-0 on the VEASAN betting invitational with Matt Humans. If you stay up late, he's on tonight. He'll be giving out his plays with Matt, and he joins us every Friday during the football season. Great job to go 5-0. and You're the leader in the contest. See if you can keep it going. And we would love to see if you have another 20-1 and run in you, as you did a couple <laughs> years ago. Well, fingers crossed, but you are the best. Okay, sir. Let's One NFL game, one total. Tampa and the Saints. What would you do here? Yeah, I'm coming back uh, with the with the under in the uh, in the uh, Tampa game. Remember last week we had that was one of our plays with the under in the Tampa Dallas. I'm coming back with it. Um, you know, Tampa's. You know, we we talked last week about how shorthanded Tampa was. Well, it, it seems right now that's even getting they're even getting more shorthanded at those key positions: the offensive line, the wide receiver position, on the offensive line. Uh, Works uh, had has an injury to his abdomen. He's going to probably play, but he's banged up. Left tackle though, Donovan Smith. Uh, has an elbow situation. He's missed practice Wednesday and Thursday. We know they were already shorthanded at that position coming into the season. That was their big worry. Could they protect Brady? Now they got a couple more key offensive linemen banged up. Not only that, the wide receivers are extremely banged up. We talked about how bad Godwin was looking in practice. He tried to play last week, and what happens when you try to play with a bad knee and injuries? You blow out your hamstring, and that's what he did. Messed up. So he's definitely out. Uh, Mike Evans has a calf problem. He's been limited in practice, but he, most likely he's going to play, but has a calf problem. Julio Jones is questionable. He's got a bad knee, and uh, he did not practice on Thursday. Russell Gage, he's got a hamstring problem. Uh, Perryman, he hurt his knee. So the wide receiver position, I'm sure a few of these guys are going to play. Not uh, not Godwin, but these guys might try to give it a go, but uh, definitely not uh, 100%. And uh, when you're playing that position and you're banged up, it definitely will show on the field. Uh, and their defense, so I um, played a great game last week. Uh, Tampa's did, uh, you know, Prescott didn't get hurt until late, you know, later on in the game. They mm-hmm. shut down Dallas, uh, only allowed 244 yards. Prescott, uh, before the injury, 14 for 29, 134 yards, one interception. They completely shut him down. Uh, you know, meanwhile, the Saints, they, they had a bad first quarter of defense against Atlanta, but uh, they kind of held Atlanta after that. In fact, uh, uh, only 10 second half points. Atlanta's. And then the Saints, you know, Saints scored some points. They were late and got the job done. They put up 26 on it. But don't forget this Atlanta defense last year gave up the third most points in all of the NFL. So I'm not going to give the Saints uh, a lot of credit for that 26 points they put up on them. I think the, uh, Tampa's uh, defense will slow them down. I anticipate Tampa running the ball a lot with all their injuries at the wide receiver position. That uh, was a little bit of their game plan last week as well. And I, I do like this under. It uh, looks like pretty much uh, 44 and a half out there on total right now. Okay, very good. At Chuck Edel on Twitter, E-D-E-L. Again, he'll be on with Matt Humans later tonight on the Friday Betting Invitational, uh, and he crushed it last week. Okay, so a, good, a big talking point this week has been, how about these teams that won as huge dogs, Georgia Southern, Marshall, App State, and now after winning as huge dogs, they're double-digit favorites and let's go to game day. You're involved in the Troy App State game. What do you want to do here? Yeah, you know, there is situations, you know, you know, that you come up, and I think the line gets a little inflated. It's Troy App State. Now, this is a conference game, and as we know, these conference games are a lot different than the out-of-conference games. We see it in college basketball. We see it in college football. Uh, once you get in conference play, these teams know each other. It's a little bit of a different scenario. I mean, App State's coming up two huge games. I mean, they lost 63-61. To North North Carolina a game they could have won, and then they come right back and they upset Texas A&M. So now the Sun the Sun Belt Conference opener, App State has a bullseye on their back, and you know it. And Troy knows it, and they uh, Troy got embarrassed by them last year. They were they were banged up with injuries at the end of the year, uh, so they did bring in a new coach. Uh, they got rid of the coach John Sumrall is their uh, coach now this year. He was a defensive coordinator last year at Kentucky. And this Troy team, they have 18 uh, players returning, and he inherits a very strong defense, and that's his strength, defense. Uh, they, you know, they did allow, in their first game of the year, they played uh, Ole Miss. They gave up 28 points to Mississippi in the opener. But, you know, that, that's a Mississippi team who averaged over 33 points a game last year, and they almost shut them out in the second half. So this is a, a real physical Troy team. This is a big physical team. 
And I think they're going to give, uh, you know, App State everything they can, they can handle. This is a, uh, you know, last week they allowed 17 points to Alabama A&M, but really they were pretty much shut them out most of the mm-hmm. game. They gave up 14 points uh, in the fourth quarter, some junk points on offense. They returned you know, a bunch of guys. They got uh, their quarterback, Gunnar Watson. He threw for 275 versus Mississippi, 351 last week. They have four guys returning on the offensive line. And uh, this is a really good try team this year. Very improved uh, from last year. Now, you know, of course, we know App State was, you know, potent you know, in that North Carolina game. Now, don't forget now that D uh, didn't play that well in that game. But the North Carolina defense who gave up 421 uh, yards last week to Georgia State as well. So that's a, that North Carolina defense a little weak. But, you know, then App State, they come back and they did get the job done and they held Texas A&M. So uh, kind of a two different weeks here. App, App State, one week, very good on the offense. Last week, they did good on the defense. But this is the kind of game where just the line just got out of hand here. And it's hard for me not to take the 12 and a half, 13 points here. With Troy, I think it's going to be a closer game than people think here. It's kind of a hold-your-nose game. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, I talked to, you know, I told them I like Troy, and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those games that, you know, when you watch what App State has done. But I think it's a really good spot for Troy on the conference opener, plus the 12 and a half and 13. So, Chuck, you're also involved in this uh, SMU-Maryland game. Can you kind of explain, like, the total opened up what, high 60s, I think 69 in that territory, got as high as 74 and a half, I believe, then came back down a little bit, but it's now back on the move going up. What do you like here, and and, and why? Yeah, it's been it's been up and down, and just uh, you know, sometimes just a group thought that maybe it got too high. They took uh, you know took some back here, but uh, I do like the over in this game. I, I I like the original move. The new SMU coach, uh, Rhett Lashley, he was the SMU offensive coordinator in 2018, 2019, and 2019 his last year as the coordinator there. SMU averaged 79.8 plays a game, 41.8 points a game. And uh, that's extremely fast. This year, they've had a couple soft opponents so far. They put up 48 on North Texas, 31 in the first half. They kind of took the foot off the gas pedal. They put up 45 versus Lamar. Uh, they have quarter, uh, quarterback Tanner uh, Mordecai is back, and he's been, he's been a good one. This is a guy who could throw the ball seven touchdowns in the first two games. They have a veteran offensive line back. And uh, they'll be firing the ball. Last year, the defense did give up over 28 points a game. And, uh, you know, as fast as SMU is going to be playing, that defense will probably give up a few more than that this year. It's going to be tough. They're going to be on the field a lot. but uh, And they have not been tested like they will versus Maryland. This is a Maryland team this year, only a couple of games in, averaging over 43 points a game. And that's versus Buffalo and Charlotte. Even though and the thing that you know, jumped out at me also is even though Maryland had a big lead on both these, both these teams. They continue to throw the ball. Normally, a lot of times when you see a team with a big lead, obviously, they run the ball a lot. In, the, in those two games, they scored 56 points. And com- they, they won by 56 points combined. But they threw the ball 69 times. They only ran the ball 54. And uh, they don't mind playing fast. That's uh, Maryland with Tua's brother at quarterback. They're loaded at wide receiver. Maybe some of the best wide receivers in the country. The defense last year gave up over 30 points a game. Uh, last week in the Charlotte game, they, uh, they did beat Charlotte 56-21, but Charlotte had 388 yards of offense versus that Maryland defense. And this game just, to me, looks like a track meet here. Uh, both teams want to play fast. Both defenses, the weaker side, you know, the weaker side of the ball for both teams. And uh, I do like this game to go over. Keep it going. We'll be watching you tonight. And uh, good luck in the contest. Thanks for, getting, thanks for coming on, Chuck. Hey, thank you guys. Talk to you soon. There you yep. go. Not you only four and zero last week on the show, four easy winners too. Yep, yep. Uh, Vsin.com and the Vsin Daily Newsletter keep a running list of every pick made on our air every day with picks at a glance. The daily summary is only for Vsin Pro subscribers. Find them at Vsin.com or through our email newsletter, the Vsin Daily. Become a uh, Vsin Pro at Vsin.com/slash subscribe. And Chuck, by the way, it was pointed out on Twitter this week to me by a couple of people, a couple of uh, FTM Army members. The fact he does this on Fridays, where the market now has had four or five days to really mold these numbers. Yes. And for this guy just to be rock solid in nails and start off 4-0 last week on the contest with Matt 5-0, and and you you brought it up to him. I mean, that's Paul, to go 20-1 and is going to be tough to duplicate. If he does, it's like, okay, where where does he want to go to dinner? Right, he has it in him. He's done it before. No, he does, Excellent with the college football totals as well. 
and uh, watch uh, Matt's show tonight with all the uh, all the contestants with their plays. That's going to be a very good show throughout the football season. Mm-hmm. Very good. Indeed. He's bringing on a ton of uh, respected guys. And what do you say their best bets combined last week? I think went 14 and 4. Sounds right. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, horse racing picks was one of the best to ever do it. Jeff Siegel coming up here on Follow the Money. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 